What is up guys and welcome back to another podcast. Okay, so I'm not down in the dumps. I just have a more calmer voice than usual, I think. Um, but I wanted to get on here and just share with you really quickly, um, I guess my experience with my quiet time this evening. So I always start out my quiet time with, you know, just writing out my prayer. And I call a friend today and I was explaining to her, you know, how I'm kind of in a little bit of a pickle right now of having to make the choice between um, a situation. And guys, I just want to say I'm fully capable of making choices, but sometimes it's, it's good to have a third party person or an outside person in so that they can see kind of the bigger picture and see like what you're not seeing and then tell you their thoughts on it. And so I kind of got slapped in the face tonight. Um, And actually, I kind of got slapped in the face today when I was having my conversation with my friend. Um, So my friend I met um, when I was a camp counselor. And um, we have been best friends for almost an entire year now. But it's definitely felt like we've been friends for way longer than a year. And so I was explaining to her kind of like my situation I'm in. And she told me how about instead of praying for clarity and peace for this upcoming season, maybe I need to be praying um, for where and what God wants me to do or what I need to let go of so that God can allow me to grow. And so that's when the word uncomfortable comes into play. I think a lot of times um, we find ourselves in a uncomfortable position not our usual go-to method per se that we would want to do um and that's exactly kind of like where I'm at so I think like we get into this routine of, okay, I have this on this time, this at this time. Okay, now I have to be at church every Sunday. I need to do this and this and this. And so like I feel like we're always in a constant rush. And definitely I'll be honest, like during this whole quarantine time, I have definitely have slowed down a lot and have been able to reflect on a lot but my friend today reminded me of two little words and just how it will help me during this feeling of uncomfortableness 
and those two little words are be still. Now, I have those two words tattooed onto me, and when anybody asks me, oh, why do you have be still tattooed onto you? Do you need a reminder that you need to be still? No. If you open scripture to Exodus 14, 14, it says, let the Lord fight for you. You must be still. And so that's like a great reminder. And she reminded me of that today. That right now I can't control what is happening. I can't control that we're in quarantine. I can't control that my clubs aren't meeting. I can't control that I'm not able to go to church. What I can control though is my time with Jesus you know, what kind of music I'm listening to, what shows am I watching, am I actually diving into Word, or am I just barely scratching the surface? And so when she was telling me this today, about how even though I'm in this uncomfortable position or feeling or time, I need to be asking the Lord what I need to let go of or what he wants me to let go of and where he wants to put me for this upcoming season and I just when I when I was listening to her say that my face was probably like any other buddy any other person's face like oh crap like you're a hundred percent right. And it's scary. It is scary. But again, if you look at Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans I have for you, plans of hope and a future, God already knows. He already knows. So I just want to share that little bit with you tonight about kind of like where I'm standing at right now. And then I also want to talk about really quickly, um, if you are able to, um, turn to Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 5. And if you're not able to, that's, that's totally okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read it for you guys. So I'm going to read it in the NIV version first. And then I'm going to read it in a different version. But the NIV version says this. Um, It says, uh, also guys, I'm so sorry if I butcher a couple of these words. Um, I'm not really good at that. But so here we go. It says, in my former book, Theophilus... I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. 
After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift from my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that was the NIV version. Now I'm going to read the message version. Um, again, guys, I'm not good with some of these words, so I'm so sorry. Um, I'm just going to abbreviate it and just call it Theo. Um, okay, so it says, Dear Theo, in the first volume of this book, I wrote on everything that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he said goodbye to the apostles, the one he had chosen through the Holy Spirit. And was taken up to heaven. After his death, he presented himself alive to them in many different settings over a period of 40 days. In face-to-face meetings, he talked to them about things concerning the kingdom of God. As they met and ate meals together, he told them that they were on no account to leave Jerusalem, but must wait for what the Father promised. The promise you heard from me, John baptized in water. You will be baptized in the Holy Spirit and soon. So I just want to break this down for a second. Um, 40 days. Okay, so 40 days is pretty like a specific time. And I think it's a pretty common time that we see a lot in scripture. Um, And so when I tagged it um, in my Bible... Um, I just put, you know, a significant number in scripture. Because if you if you think about it, you know, Jesus was sent out in the wilderness for how many days? 40 days and 40 nights. And now he's talking about um, how he presented himself alive to all of them in many different settings over how many days? 40 days. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then he proceeds to say that they are not supposed to leave Jerusalem, but wait for what the Father promised. And so I think that's another huge thing, is we have to remember that our Father is a promise keeper. Um, And so the promise that they heard is that John was baptized in water and that they would be baptized in the Holy Spirit and soon. Okay, so that's where I think a lot of controversy starts is what does it mean to be baptized in the Holy Spirit? And that's a great question. And I would love to give you an answer. But to be honest, I don't really have an answer for you. But I remember that I kind of got into a little bit of an argument with somebody one time. Um, that just kind of told me that you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit until you speak in tongues. Okay, so I understand that tongues is a spiritual gift. 
but also God doesn't give all of us the same spiritual gifts and so I kind of want to break down baptized in the Holy Spirit there's not much to be broken down here but baptized um, means like immersed Um, so you're immersed into the Holy Spirit Okay, so then I said that you don't have to speak in tongues for you to be baptized into the Holy Spirit or to be immersed into the Holy Spirit. Um, And so I kind of did a little bit of digging on my own. And again, y'all do your own research, find out what you want, you know, to believe or whatever, but I remember when I talked to this one individual, they told me, like I said, that I have to speak in tongues to be baptized into the Holy Spirit. And until that happens, I'm not baptized into the Holy Spirit. And I 100% disagreed with them because I believe that when you accept Jesus Christ, as your savior the holy spirit is with you always he does not leave you and so i think that when you get baptized into the holy spirit it happens the moment um you get new life from jesus and so that's kind of like what i believe and i'm still doing some more research on it So please don't quote me on anything. But I am doing more research on it. Because I just find this a little interesting. Um, Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you all to, you know, open up your Bible. Open up scripture and get into it and see, you know, like what you're taking away from it. And just kind of see what your beliefs are um you know (laughs) google is a great great place to start um maybe researching uh what different um religions believe and um you can form your beliefs off of after reading several different things or even scripture y'all so i just want to encourage you to maybe explore this question with me um and the question again is what does it mean to be baptized in the holy spirit so i just want to say love you guys continue to stay safe out there and hopefully i will talk to you all again next week bye